Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, getting back to many of your messages over the past month and a so- uh, month and a so month and a bit. <laughs> Uh, and I've got a couple of messages here about um, Star Trek Picard. Uh, we will be up to watching um, my favourite space daddy. Uh, <laughs> he's younger than me. I don't know why I call him that. Um, but yeah, Captain Pike's coming back soon. Strange New Worlds, which is my favourite. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I do still love a bit of Star Trek. Um, so sorry if you're a Doctor Who fan and you've come here and it's the Star Trek episode. Uh, anyway, there are a couple of messages about um, Picard. James said... Um, that it was beautifully timed for him when Picard was on because he just a few weeks ago finished watching DS9, uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which was the first spin-off of Star Trek The Next Generation um, and set on a, a space station in the middle of nowhere, um, Deep Space Nine, meaning there's probably eight others closer. Uh- <laughs> Um, and he says it was mostly for the first time. I adore Deep Space Nine. Like, I loved it. Like, I used to buy them on VHS because they, like, I think they were on Channel 9 sometimes at midnight. I don't even know. But I was just watching them from the video shop Um, and buying them, like, from the shops. Uh, Because they were, like, 20 bucks for two episodes, which is probably a lot back then. But I was... I was working in a very uh, inappropriate job, making more money than I needed to at, in my 20s. Um, I worked in an adult bookshop. That's when there were still books in them. <laughs> and videos. People would buy videos. And so, yeah. And I got commissioned and I was very skilled at upselling. Um, anyway. So, yeah. I always had a spare 20 bucks going so I could buy a Star Trek when they come out. Like, cause they'd be like... They're like 22, 24 episodes a year. And like, the, so the videotapes will come out like once a month or something. Um, yeah, that was so good. I loved it. So, but yeah, Deep Space Nine, I absolutely adored. So it was uh, Avery Brooks as Captain Cisco, um, or he was a commander and he became a captain later on. And then Worf turns up in like season four and they kind of revamp it all. Uh, but it had like, it was the first Star Trek to do. A, fully ongoing storyline. Like I think the last 10 episodes of the entire series just just run into each other. It's one after the other after the other. And they're very, very like 
amazing. Um, I just adored uh, Deep Space Nine. Um, but yeah, so yeah, James said uh, he'd only watched a few earlier episodes previously, so he'd missed the entire Dominion War. Oh, that that went for years. <laughs> That was like a whole thing. That was the other thing. Like, you know, they were individual episodes, like, you know, Monster of the Week kind of thing. But because the station was stationary, like it just sat next to a wormhole and occasionally they'd pop into the, um, were, they, were they the beta quadrant? The beta quadrant uh, that they would zip through or the gamma quadrant. I can't remember. They went to another quadrant through a wormhole, a stable wormhole that was full of space aliens. But that the people on the planet that this the spaceship used to orbit were um worshipped like it's really complex kind of futuristic craziness like it's fun um so yeah there's a planet called bajor all the bajorans are quite spiritual and they pray to these things called the prophets that live in the wormhole um and the bajorans had been uh occupied for a very long time by another race called the cardassians who the first time my sister saw the TV show Keeping Up with the Kardashians listed thought it was a spin-off of Star Trek. <laughs> She's like, is that Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Like, no, that's different. Because <laughs> you never see it written down. You only ever hear it out loud. So you're like, well, maybe that's how they spell Kardashians. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they're kind of like lizard-based people, the Kardashians. Um, this is like, if, you watch, if you've watched the show, I'm just preaching to the converted here, aren't I? Um, but yeah, it, so it was a really complex show. Like there was, you know, generational trauma from having been occupied for so long. Like it was kind of had like a you know, post-World War II uh, vibe. Um, just, you know, I don't know if you've seen... Uh, what's that? Harry Lime? What's that movie? Is that The Thin Man or The Third Man? It's one of the... It's Some Man. Um, with um, Orson Welles. And it's set uh, after the end of World War II. And it's like, you know, three different countries kind of all... Uh, you know, occupying one area because they kicked the Germans out. Um, it's yeah, it's it's that kind of like, you know, wild west because it's not part of the Federation really at Deep Space Nine. Like they're trying to be, but they're trying not to take over. Um, anyway, the Dominion War was like a whole thing that went on from like years, pretty much, of the show. Like it would just sort of pop up every now and again. Uh, but that was great. Um, so, yes, James missed the entire Dominion War and he said it was nice to see it so emphatically picked up in this series of Captain Chicken. <laughs> Picard! <laughs> Captain Chicken. Because I was calling it Picard. Um, uh, he said, I have to say, though, I liked the clunky CG of the DS9 changelings more than the new ones. Although I did like that they kind of explained... Um, in Star Trek Picard that the newer kind of changelings had had some sort of, you know, DNA thing done. So I'm, I'm guessing that covers off the effects. Like the original changelings, you know, they still look like that. It's just that these ones have had some gubbins done to them so they don't get scanned. Um... And that's why they obviously change differently. Um, 
Uh, James said, I did enjoy Picard uh, and indeed all three series in different ways, though perhaps too much Brent Spiner overall. <laughs> perhaps that's why he had rather less to do in series three. Also, it's really hard to explain away how <laughs> this robot has aged. <laughs> like, I like that they tried to explain it away, but... Oh, it's hard. It's hard work. Um, uh, and then James said, oh, he's doing a spoiler. Um, if you haven't watched Picard, like, there's lots of spoilers here. So, I'm sorry. Like, just skip ahead. Um, he said, I thought the way that the Borg took over Starfleet was a very clever idea. Uh, what a shame that it only manifested at the end of the series. That level of stakes sustained over more episodes would have been something to behold. Yeah, but I guess that's kind of the nature of um, shows now. Is like, you know, you you may only have eight episodes on some streaming service that no one watches. So, we'll just try and do the best we can. Um, I thought there were more... There, there were more solid and compelling episodes of the third series of Picard... Whereas the earlier ones started really well and then they kind of fell in a hole and, you know, they went to the space casino. I'm never mad for that. Um, <laughs> uh, also, like, I know I've mentioned this before, but uh, why are the Americans so terrified of collectives? Like, And this has got both of them. It's got the Changeling Collective, which is the Dominion, and also the... Um, the Borg Collective. Like, they're just like, no, no people who are in agreement... <laughs> In this country, we need division. It's what we thrive on. Um, Jeff also responded saying he agreed that there was too much nostalgia in Picard. He said, for me, the most annoying thing is all the characters from the first two seasons who couldn't come back because they had to spend their salaries on legacy characters. It's got to be the only archetype show that dumps all its old arcs before the finale. Where's Data's kids? What are the Romulans up to? Why isn't Picard's girlfriend in the end anywhere? What's up with the friendly Borgs? Did no one think to ask... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the XBs, if they could help. What's Elnor doing? I could go on. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of dropped storylines. And, yeah, the friendly... Bo- like, the last season ended with friendly Borgs, and now we're back to bad Borgs again. Like, the other ones never happened. Um, which is one of my fears about Russell T. Davis taking over Doctor Who. But maybe we'll talk about that in the next episode. I've still got some more of Jeff's uh, Captain Picard comments to go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.